UFOs, Bigfoot, paranormal input. Go ahead now, get mystical. Mystery and magical. UFOs, not typical. Bigfoot, not typical. You ask me why I'm skeptical. I say questions are questionable. Is the truth alien to you? Alien to get my message through. Aliens might message you. Aliens are sliding through. The wild signal we're plotting to. Algorithms they find is true. Typical. Skeptic. Shut Got no time for no petty germs, pandemic, a pandemic turn, horror still in Amityville, Bayonet in Gettysburg, Mothman, TNT, Factory, Red Eyes, Loki, Dogman, Howling in the Street, I'm typically skeptic of what I see, Voodoo Hoodoo in New Orleans, Thunderbird, Swamp Thing, is it real, I was wondering, typical, skeptic, show, typical, skeptic, show. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Typical Skeptic Podcast. I was going to do this show live, but I just, I had interference. Um, I don't know what happened with my last live, but so I tried to use Zoom for this podcast to make it better. Who I have with me is I have with me Elsa Dillon. She's of the Dillon family, a family of 10 experiencers living in Australia. Elsa, the mom of eight children and her husband, Richard. Both Elsa and Richard, they're international fashion designers photographers and videographers shooting celebrities, magazines, and advertising behind the scenes for professionals for three day, decades. Dylan's second incarnation here on Gaia, family oversouls all called together and to incarnate in this realm. Experiences, beings, messages, oversoul connection, and happenings with the paranormal. Over 400 beings to date, it says, many forms in multidimensional realms, sharing since last Christmas with those ready to experience. And if you've seen, she's been on many shows and I'm so happy to have her on my show. Elsa, thank you for joining me. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um. So um, how did you realize that you kind of had a galactic family? And I'll just say, I saw your, your kids interviews with, with Mary Rodwell. I mean, it, it seems like your family's having amazing experiences. I, I always say the, the quote, I want to believe, and I think that's a real good quote because it's like, I, I don't experience the ET phenomenon. So it's hard for me to, I guess that's why I'm a little bit skeptical, but I, I, I'm very open-minded and I want to believe that it's all happening. And I, I do believe, but I just, I, I have a lot of questions because I'm not experiencing it firsthand. So tell me about your family and, and how this all started and, and, uh, and yeah, and, and thank you, by the way. Uh, well, we're in your tomorrow, so uh, I, I have to say happy birthday because it's your birthday here. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, and I think it's interesting that I'm speaking to you on your birthday, even though it's not your birthday there, is because I am a mother of eight. <laughs> so it, birth has been a really big part of all this for our family. Uh, we... um. Over the last year, we've been asked uh, how our family have come to an understanding of what happened, and we weren't really communicating with anyone on social media, so we really had to work it all out by ourselves, which can be quite confusing, but I think the fact that we did work it out by ourselves made it even more uh, clearer to us and and made it not interfered with. It didn't have any programs attached it was completely from us it was from experiences from within within us this uh 
happened over many years. It wasn't just one year, two years. It happened and evolved over many, many years. And I, I share that with the audience with compassion because I know so many people that are awakening at the moment and it's really fast. It's like a, a bullet train. And I can't imagine reflecting back on everything that we've been through in the, the short space that they're going through. So my hats go off to them in a big way. Like my compassion and my heart goes out to everyone who's, you know, having these messages, these lights, these feelings come through them because it's intense. It's very, I, very, very intense. I, I agree. And I was going to say, like, one of the, the things that I think is interesting about your family is that you, well, by the way, you, you and your husband, you, you have a beautiful family, by the way, you're very blessed. Like, and I, I just think it's amazing that you're all experiences. And like, what I'm trying to say is like, you're having positive experiences. And I know Mary focuses on that. I love the fact that Mary talks about the positive experiences because I deal with a lot of people who have negative experiences too. And I've, I've talked to Judy Carroll. She's from your country as well. She's talked about how there's like, you know, the reptilians and, and then the grays and, and that there's like government made grays that are kind of doing these abductions. And um, I'm not even sure if they're still happening. I mean, it seems like they are still happening, but like, can you talk about the fact that you, you, you and your family have embraced the more positive aspect of this contact phenomena? Well, we had to rise above the fear and the fear and the worry. Once we've risen above the fear and the worry, you feel protected. And uh, last week, uh, nearly a week exactly, we, nearly, we had a fatal car accident, the whole family. Oh, my God. And we... Yeah, it uh, we um, we one hour of absolute chaos, and you know we've had many people around the world tell us what the the reason what happened to us and uh, <laughs> what was interesting is uh, the motorbike was called a black ninja, <laughs> and the black ninja t boned us at high speeds. Oh my and, God. Uh, so were, did yeah. you, were you in like a van with your whole family? Is that kind of like what you were riding in? Correct. And uh, the location that it happened was just at the same location that we had major um, rainbows and ground clearings and earth clearings. So the, uh, what's interesting with everything that we've been doing, and this is what Mary really touched on, and I want to bring this up, is uh, she was concerned with our family's information because it crossed over so many things. It was astrology, it was feng shui, it was Chinese medicine, it was uh, ETs, it was ghosts, it was aliens, it was, uh, you know, um, all the political things as well, mixed in with natural childbirth, crystals, eating healthy. So everything to us is all the same and... Mary was like, I'm not sure if um, they're ready for it, but then again, the world is shifting really quickly. So, and um, this last year has been huge shifts, huge shifts for everybody. And what was interesting with this car accident, we've also been in the huge Lismore floods um, and we were right in the heart of the uh most one of the most dramatic areas of the Lismore floods 
some people say in Australia, we're also in, you know, uh, some of the most controversial areas uh, with, you know, all the politics and drama that has been going down in Australia. So it's it's pretty interesting that we're in this, we're in a positive state in these situations and we seem to float through it. And it's because we have cleaned out, basically cleaned our act up over many years and been accepting and allowing and not forcing and not listening to programs and not taking on board other people's opinions and just following our own, that we've been able to clearly hear the messages coming through, whomever they're coming through. Sometimes they came through ghosts and if you don't know ghosts, ghosts are really scary. They they really are scary. They, I was scared of ghosts for, for years, but now when I see a ghost, um, I, I, I'll openly talk with the ghost and if I don't, my kids will. And we ask if they need assistance and it's amazing because we've let go of the fear and we realise that we're actually here for a reason and we have a purpose and everyone here on this planet has a purpose. Me meeting you on your birthday is a purpose. Everything has a reason. There's no randoms and every single thing that crosses your path is a little message and a gift. But if you don't, if you're not open to seeing all the gifts, the days just go past really quickly. Whereas for a, a day for us feels like a month. <laughs> so we've I, that like people say their kids they feel like their kids have left home really quickly whereas to me I look back on our children and I feel like they've been with us for 50 years um not um because it was hard but because it was so expanded and full every single thing that has crossed our path we expand on it we address it we we sometimes we call it uh time travel where we go back and it, we call it moment collecting. So we'll go back to um, a past moment with ourselves or with whomever we meet and collect information from that moment and bring it forward to now. Uh, so that expands our now and a now. <laughs> uh, and Can I ask you this? Like how yeah. are um, your kids like – how are they dealing with the paranormal ET aspect and how did they deal with it growing up? And then how are their friends reacting to them? So that's like, it's kind of like a, like a, like a broad question in a way. Like it's like, cause I know like kids can be harsh on other kids sometimes. Like, but I'm guessing like your kids have the support of their, their brothers and sisters and like, and, and, and can you talk about that a little bit? This is the one of the biggest topics in our household at the moment and you've really tapped into it and uh, I've got goose pimples that you said it because I had to have a two-hour talk with our little girls about it yesterday and it is really hard for them. They actually find speaking to beings and ETs or ghosts or um, other spiritual people easier than talking with their peers sometimes because... Um, the kids see other people's inner child or their inner 
essence or their higher self or their God essence or whatever you want to call it, they see the inner truth when they're speaking with someone. But the reflection from that other being, the story reflected from that person isn't what they want to be. They don't want to be their truth. They want to put on a, a program or a story. And it's very confusing to our kids. So that's one of the biggest things that we are continually helping the kids explain to them that it's okay. You haven't done anything wrong. It's just that they want you to look at them this way, even though um, their soul knows that you're really seeing their inner truth. And it and it be, and it ra- and it rattles other people. When you see someone's inner truth, you I you can feel them start to wobble. They rattle. Their speech changes. Their eyes flicker, or one eye will go up and down. Um, then other beings will present. If I'm talking, especially with me, with other people, if I can see someone's truth, and then they they can feel that they they it's like they're their story or their mind or their ego or something puts out all this puts out as much as possible and they and they and they get bigger and louder and <laughs> the story gets bigger and bigger and it just doesn't gel with us and it's not that I want to um pull them apart or anything I just see their inner beauty I really do I see their inner beauty I don't need all that stuff with the goop <laughs> And uh, it, it does, they rattle and they act up. They We, we just say, look, they're going to act up and you just need to give them their space to act up and think about it. So, so I, I'm guessing like it's been hard, to, but, but the kids are, your kids, I'm guessing they're, they've probably come to an understanding of the, on the other side, the beings that they're talking to, like they, 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 they have full understanding of the the spirits, the ETs. I mean, I know, I know I watched a little bit of the, their interviews with Mary and I found it really compelling, like some of the stuff they were telling her. Could you talk about that a little bit? And like, I mean, cause like, I think like with the kids, it's really important because I think sometimes the kids are more open than we are. I mean, you and your husband are very open. Like, and I feel like I'm open to a certain degree. I'm open on like psychic levels. I have like psychic abilities, but I'm not there fully yet. But like, I think when it comes to like kids, I think kids are more open than we are. I'm not, I'm not sure about that, but like, it it seems like from what the studies that people have done that like, um, they said someone just came on my podcast the other day and they said kids are always in a theta state that 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 so they're they they might be more open to these experiences like but can you talk about their experiences and like and and have they become accepting of it uh they've become accepting of it with um not only beings but also they've become accepting of it with understanding the the frequencies of everything so they understand and they feel frequency from a rock or a crystal and now that sounds bizarre because the rock or crystal just sits there but they can talk and get messages through that crystal so it's not just an et or a ghost or um you know a past incarnation speaking with the kids it's it's everything (laughs) it's music they hear things in the music and, and uh, uh, even our sons who uh, t- try and dampen the uh, everything that's going on, they, they're the ones that bring up the most. 
because they they tap into it as well. So each family member taps into it in their way, their essence. And we've said to all of them, there's no right or wrong way of doing this. You just have to find your way. I can't force my way onto you. I can assist and guide you through the frequencies, but um, you're designed to come here and approach each frequency from each subject, whether it is a rock, a crystal, a fish, or a shark, or a dog, or a person, you 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 have to do it. I can't do it for you. And we've said that to them from a very young age. We've given them responsibility from a very young age. And I think parents are scared of giving their children responsibility. But, uh, you know, I see in many cultures around the world that very young children have responsibility and and that's what we did with our kids we we taught our kids from really young ages build fire or how to cook things or how to hold heavy things or dangerous things or knives or so that they were capable so that we weren't in worry and fear of the capabilities of the children so that then everything else became more allowing it it sounds it sounds a lot to take on all this from our family, but uh, we just do it a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. We don't sort of bombard the kids or anything like that. Uh, the kids naturally can't. Like Jeannie this morning came and told me a dream prophecy and she's had a dream. Jeannie's our youngest now. She's 10. And she said, Mom, I've had this dream three times. It's a sign it's this person, it's this being, and what do you want me to do with it? What do you think? And that's it. So we go in and address it. But how definite she is about it is because she's had responsibility for her her dream. And rather than going, oh, it's just a dream, don't worry about it, giving it attention because it's come up. If you remember it, it's come up for you. And so everything we treat as a gift. So it turns into more of a gift and more of a gift and more of a gift. And we, a lot of people say we're lucky or you were so kind. You said that we were blessed. And I, I feel that we are all on this planet blessed. It's just you have to be able to see it. So how do you see it? You have to slow it down. You have to look around. You have to to breathe longer you have to walk you have to, there'll, there'll be different ways that trigger you some people love standing in water or in the shower or just going to the bathroom <laughs> a lot of people say that they connect when they go to the bathroom and I said I've heard this a lot you know they get messages so that's amazing so yeah. my, my question for you is I, I, like the Dylan family uh what is do you think the greater purpose is do you feel like that you and your family have kind of been put here to like kind of be like ambassadors for change for like the new world that we're coming into like that you know a lot of people talk about like you know we're ascending to the fifth dimension or you know there's obviously a big split between like um people who are awake and that are you know processing these things that are have psi abilities have et abilities they're talking to ghosts um you know all, all the stuff that me, you and I and everybody that we know talk about but then there's the people who are not awake and you know so I mean do you, going back to my original statement do you think that that you guys are, are, are 
put here to kind of be ambassadors for change for the new world that we're kind of moving into? I, I think that, well, I feel that the, because we've been living it for 25 years or so with the kids and Richard, we've, we've been playing all this out, not in secrecy, but just keeping it personal to ourselves. And as um, I came onto social medias prior to last year, I started realizing that the information that we had was actually going to help and assist people. And it got more and more and more and more. And um, we decided to, on you know, Chris, Christmas Eve last year, come out and start sharing information. And it's it's just everyone says the same thing. If it's not me saying something to them, it's the the girls' drawings or their beings. It's 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 helping them get through where they are right now. We have uh, a lot of uh, children that have the alphabet diseases, so autism or ADD, and uh, a lot of them, their children communicate through me in different ways. I have a, a, a beautiful friend in the UK who her daughter is one of these alphabet diseases, and we don't class it as a disease. Her daughter will draw a drawing and her drawings instantly give me a message on what's going on in our world right here in Australia, and she's in the UK. So her daughter, through her drawings or um, whatever her daughter's doing at the time, sends messages through to me. And the messages from B, I, there's no way she would know. And I keep saying, this is amazing. How is, I, how is this possible? And then you go, well, how is this possible? And I think that's the, the question you are asking. How is all this that I've put out in the media over the last year, how is this all possible? And the reason that it is possible is because it is possible. It's possible for everybody. Not It's not just family here as an example to show others that um, you've just got to find your way and your way, who knows what your way will be. It could be anything. It really could be anything. And uh, our, because there's so many of us as well, <laughs> it's it's um it's a it's a if it was one or two or three but ten it tens a big number <laughs> that, that is that's amazing that like all ten of you are having experiences it, it's 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 fascinating to me like you know like it it, it needs to be I, I feel like you guys should be like like really recognized for this because it's it's um it's, it's not just that the experiences you're having, but it's kind of like the way you put it. Like I can kind of tell the way you're living and, and you're raising your kids. Right. And, and you're, 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 you're raising your kids in a way to accept the supernatural and embrace it. And, and maybe the super, I guess he's supernatural because that I'm encompassing everything like psi abilities, ETs, ghosts, um, you know, uh, things we talk about, like the oversoul, multidimensional reality, like it seems like your kids know about all this. And I think that this is kind of like the new world we're moving into. And I think like uh, a lot of people need to be more open to it, you know, and, and I think that goes with like kind of what you were just saying, like if we kind of open ourselves up, uh, maybe the, the possibilities are endless. Well, Last last week is still very fresh to us, uh, Robert. And last week, 
our children in the bus, we got hit and we couldn't actually get out the bus because we were all injured. And they all, I looked back and all the children had glass damage. So they were just bleeding from head to toe. Oh my God. They were winded. Yeah, they were winded. And I'm giving you this visual because people think that we don't have hard times, but we do. So they're crawling out the bus. I'm yelling at them, get out of the bus because it's a speeding road that we were on. And I didn't want more oncoming traffic T-boning us. So I'm saying to them, get out of the bus, get out of the bus, but they can hardly move. So to crawl across the road with blood all over them. The cars that were turning up freaked out, absolutely freaked out. So all the oncoming people this way and all the oncoming people, so all traffic's getting banked up now on a country road. And I'm saying to them, you need to put your hazard lights on. You need to call an ambulance. And the shock in these people's faces also, um, the the crew that came and assisted, so the ambulance, we had fire, we had everyone commented on how many people were at this scene for, a, a you know, just a smallish type accident. I could count probably 20 people that went into shock from citing what had been going on. Now, our kids are in shock. They have blood, they have damage, yet them and myself are assisting this gentleman on the road who hit our car or, or hit our bus. They are getting ice and putting ice on him and, and supporting his head and talking to him. So through all this fear, we've got policemen walking around with guns. Our kids have never seen that any number of policemen like this before. Then they call in a helicopter. Like we've got everything going on. Our kids are injured. They've got glass in their nose everywhere. And still in that state, we kept our vibe up. We kept our frequency up. And I have to say, I'm still blown away by how our family handled that one hour of crazy. It was amazing. But they kept their frequency up. They they knew they were okay. They knew they were injured. Not like this man on the ground, but they were they knew and they dealt with it. This we're talking little kids here. It's amazing what you can overcome. Once you get rid of the fear and the worry and, you know, Richard looked over the kids and I could look over the kids and I would check their pain body and Richard checked their pain body. And they said, we said, you're going to be sore, but you're okay. <laughs> and we all checked each other, checked each other's frequency, checked our auras. You're all going to be okay. You're all really sore. We're probably going to have to scrub a lot of glass out, but you're all okay. You're all okay. And then we, from there, from that point there, Robert, we went and assisted the cause of the accident. Like this is where humans are going to change. Humans are going to uh, lift up. They're going to be, humans will become amazing. We're already amazing. We just have to tap into it more. That's all we have to do. And I feel that that's what our example is, is that I'm just flesh and blood. I'm, I'm, a mum, I had to work, I have to do washing and cleaning and I'm just like other people. We are all just like each other. And uh, these abilities that we have are, are there in all of us. It's just, we've just got to remember. That's amazing. It's hard to, re it's hard to remember. It is hard to remember. 
Yeah, I, I, I wanted to ask you, <clears throat> excuse me, about the oversoul. Like, can you talk about that and like what what that means? Like, um, it's that's a, that's a. It's, I, I was trying to understand. Like, can you talk about the oversoul connection? Okay, well, the oversoul is great because if you can get your head around the oversoul, it makes it a little bit easier and a bit more exciting. So we look at the oversoul as an energy that comes and incarnates in uh, different realms or different planets. And sometimes this oversoul has incarnated a lot of times on earth and it's your essence. It's your, uh, so when an animal dies, so uh, we have a dog and then the other dog dies, the other dog will go up and sniff that dog to smell it. And as if that dog's passed over, crossed over, it will walk away. It knows that the essence is no longer in there. Where'd it go? <laughs> How did it get there? Where did it go? That essence is the oversoul. And the oversoul comes down and can incarnate not only on, I believe, on our planet, but on many planets. And the oversoul is wanting to have an experience. Now, that oversoul experience is up to that individual here on the incarnation on God. So then it comes to the free will thing on planet Earth, which is a plan, ET. We call it plan ET. It is a plan here. And this free will thing is a power that I feel that we are being watched for how we tap into our own free will. How do we remember our own free will? And the, and there's multiple movies about it. I mean, Star Wars, The Force is the biggest one that everyone seems to <laughs> remember. But that force is that, that gut feeling. And a lot of us turn that gut feeling off because we we put how we should be, how, oh, no, they, we, society needs me to be that way. Whereas that's what we've taught ourselves and our children that don't worry about that. Just go with your gut feeling because your gut feeling is much faster than how your brain works. It's much, much faster. It's, it's actually your gut feeling can um, have premonitions. Your gut feeling can read the future. Your gut feeling can read other people. <laughs> Like it's endless, this this feeling that comes from within us. They call that. I think we have something. They, they, they I think they call it the, the vagus nerve system in this in the stomach. Like it's it's it's, it's I, I think that's what they call it. Like I've heard. I want, let me put it this way. I heard someone on a podcast that refer to it that one time. That like our instinct is our our vagus nerves nervous system. And like I've I I heard, I heard Cliff High talk about it. On, he said one time, and he was saying that that. Um, as humans that's something very unique that we have that maybe some ets don't even have like are, do, do you do you resonate with that or what do you what are your feelings on that yeah i think it's great that you brought that up because when we get visited by beings we have to say to them you have to you have to hold off a bit um because you're causing uh a few pain when it comes in so some beings, uh, their frequency we haven't ascended to, 
but they're able to still get through. So uh, we say, give you an example, we might have right ear pain. So if three or four family members are having severe, like a needle going through the ear or um, uh, the back of the spine on a particular spot, you know, more than one family member will go, okay, you got to let us adjust, take it easy with us because we're still human. <laughs> and so I, I I agree with what you were saying. I, I think that I don't think a lot of VTs have this, um, this free will thing. This free will thing is unique to us. And uh, I, I feel that we are literally being watched how we handle it, how we tap into it. And uh, we, we understand it as um, it's the spleen. The spleen creates the black bile, which is the yin and the yang symbol. And uh, the spleen is used to be the original heart back in Shakespeare days. So if you go back to uh, history, the spleen is called, uh, they would ask if you're, if you're good spleen. So they wouldn't ask if you were good hearted. They would ask if you were good spleen because the spleen was the heart. The heart's the drum. <laughs> the heart's the drum that keeps the the rhythm going, you know, rhythmia, rhythm. The spleen is the heart and, you know, you get the word splendid. The spleen is actually a super being. If you look into the research of the spleen, the spleen can be damaged, break off and grow another spleen. Like it's, we're already doing this amazing stuff. It's just that we haven't made it a big awareness yet and the more that we make this a big awareness more that people are able at home to realize they don't have to go to some hilltop they don't have to go to a guru it's within them already it's just they've got to find it and the messages will come the more the more you ask the more you will receive those words were those words are, are meant to be there for a reason. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Like, so I wanted want to ask you, I think this is important to cover. Like for, for parents, like say like, um, you know, parents are, who might not be as hip to this like, metaphysical stuff as we, we are, um, say like, you know, like they have a star child or, or a, a child who's like gifted and is seeing beings or seeing ghosts. And, you know, they, they can tell their child's different and, and gifted in many ways. Like, how would you encourage that parent to guide their child? If, okay, I, I that's a really good question because I just got asked this last week and there was a lady who knew her son could see these beings and was talking to them, but he was scared of them. And I said, go be scared with him. Go and lie in his bed with him and hide under the covers and, and say to your son, what are we hiding from? What are we hiding from? And then, then go, maybe we're not hiding from anything. Let's ask him a question, like be playful with the child. So I'm asking other people, other friends to tap into their inner child, become playful again, get rid of all the rules, get rid of how it should be and become playful. What are, what are we hiding from? Um, if you're scared of the dark, why am I scared of the dark? Go stand in the dark for a while. And my, another lady I met, she's scared of the moon energies. She won't go out in front of the moon. I said, well, 
I think you, I think what will happen is when you go out in the moon, more will come to you. And maybe you're afraid of your, your power in the moon. And a lot of, a lot of people we find, uh, the, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the programming or the schooling system or just TV in general. Uh, it, it scares people of their own inner power because it's there. You just got to tap into it. And I, I feel that a lot of people are, are scared of how powerful they really are. And the butterfly effect is um, where you you do something and then something amazing happens on the other side of the world or something like that. The butterfly effect confirms how powerful we are. Yeah, I, I was wondering about that. I was going to ask you about that. Like, what did, what is the butterfly effect? Can you talk about it a little bit more? Like, it, it sounds really interesting. Yeah, the butterfly effect well, is... Um, I've seen other people do it as well, but I can, I'll, I only always usually share our experience because it's happened firsthand to us. So uh, we had, um, we had this thing where um, the beings kept asking me to have Richard say the name of his past incarnation and Richard just wouldn't say the name. He just wouldn't say it. Anyway, we went for a rainforest walk. And as we were going through the rainforest walk, I could hear murmuring through the through the forest, like like whispering, lots of whispering. And I was going, oh, here we go. It's um, the fae beings, the goblin beings. Um, what are they up to? And then um, they tricked we. They got me into a conversation with Richard that tricked him to say um, a chem, which is the incarnation of the other realm that is affiliated, we believe, with Richard. As soon as he said that, I walked back home up to the house and I started seeing all these emails flood in. And I was like, what's going on? Something's happening overseas. And I look at the emails and they've they've all they were all saying people in these talk shows that we're in, what have you done? What have you done? I'm like, what do you mean? What have I, I haven't done anything? They said, Hurricane Elsa has just hit our coastlines. It's heading our way. And I went, Hurricane Elsa? And they said, yeah, it's your name. And I just told them what had happened. They went, yep, that's it. <laughs> they Did we create the hurricane? No, we didn't create the hurricane. It's just the universe's way of confirming to you you've done something really powerful. That's um, amazing. Yeah, and this has happened, like, uh, I can give multiple stories of our, not only our family, but other people's experiences that have been shared to us with the butterfly effect. And sometimes the butterfly effect can only just be something little, something small. You'll get a little small sign, but sometimes they're huge. And, you know, uh, I was asked to do a clearing the uh, two days before the that car accident we had and uh, I said okay I understand and I was listening to birds the birds were telling me you've got to uh, sort this energy line these power lines out and I went okay I understand I kept they kept pushing me like it was like some movie they were pushing me along the power lines pushing me along the power lines okay I understand what you want me to do I'm just going to go inside and say hi to the kids and then I'll come back out and I'll do it before I came back out and did it there was a rainbow from one power line to the last power line touching a full rainbow. 
And oh. I was like, well, that's a huge butterfly effect. <laughs> this is going to be major. And it was, it was major. So I, I guess it is, it is amazing. And, but these amazing things are happening to others as well. It's just, they're not, um, we call it realizing it. So literally their, their pupils or their teachers are not giving it real attention that it deserves. Yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to ask you uh, one of the things that you, you when you uh, your your name on YouTube is Spin Beings. Um, yeah. Your, and now, what what is? And I noticed in the notes you sent me that, that it says that you do daily spinning, spin reversals. Um, what does this spin mean? And like, what? And I'm sorry, I'm ignorant to it. I I just like I'm I'm trying to understand it. Like, what what is that? I, I, I want to, I, I want to understand what that is and like, you know what I mean? Sorry. I, I understand. Um, so there's a few, um, a lot of the things we do have multiple meanings, triple meanings. Uh, it's always been that way with our family. The spin beings is, uh, we believe that everyone's their own star and they all spin their own orbit. The spin, the spinning, the daily spinning is, I spin 33 times a day out on the ground, preferably with bare feet on the ground. And um, a lot of people also do uh, jumping on trampolines um, or swinging on a swing. Uh, it, it's a way of connecting you back to the rhythms of Gaia. So you hear of the Schumann resonance. It's It brings you back into that. Uh, another practice we do is lie on the ground on our back. Some people sit on the ground, some people lie in a tree, uh, some people stand in water. Um, but what it does is the ocean. Is the ocean really important too? Yeah, yeah, the ocean's really important. Um, I, I like going to the, the beach, and if there's not too many people around, I'll do my spins in the water, which I know a lot of um, ancient um, cultures do especially women they would um, do rituals in the water up to their hips or their knees um, we have one daughter who we so each child in the family we say has a gift they have a, a their, their oversoul has an essence about them and Gidget is like a meter she seems to be able to tap into the energies that are coming in big time on earth so she can tap into uh, asteroids meteor or sun flares she'll tap into it two hours or three hours prior than before it hits us and she when this happens for her she has to go and stand it in water literally has to be in water if she's not it really can make her feel fried she she can't move much she gets headaches so see how now this becomes a child illness problem but we we don't see it as a child illness problem we go oh there's big energy coming thanks Gidget we're not saying here take medication there's something wrong with you we're saying oh the meter child just told us there's huge energy coming in that's great so now we're all prepared yeah thanks thank you so uh, you see how it turns around so the the, the what western society has told us is a problem is now a gift it's a warning. It's a message. It's um, it's it's healing. 
That's so cool. Um, one of the other things that you talk about is uh, you. Uh, this is really important. I think this is so important. Uh, you have your herb healing, sun gazing, vegan and keto diet, and water intelligence. Like, what do you? I mean, like, can you talk about all that? Like, I mean, like, I I know a little bit about vegan and keto diet, but like the herb healing, uh, water intelligence, like. I was going to say, like, what kind of water do you guys drink and drink? I think that's important. Like, I think water intelligence is so huge. Like um, the kind of water we bathe in, the kind of water we drink, it's it's bigger than anybody can imagine. Like, it's a huge it's a game changer. It was a game changer in my life. Like, you know, putting a, I mean, like, can you talk about that? Like. I didn't realize how intelligent all the water was until I real started realizing because uh, I do a lot of mapping, and I haven't really spoken about this on many interviews. So um, I'll share with you that we did a lot of mapping, and I started to realize through over many realms and times and history that how manipulated water has been through lands. Um, how dams controlling they have become with the water and it's in a few movies as well and it started to really trigger on me I said why are they so obsessed with controlling water why what's it's the source of life right why are they so controlling and then I started to realize that the uh, intelligence does not come from what we think our brain it comes from the water so how do you prove that well <laughs> I'm looking, I'm lying down outside and I look up at the bird. How does the bird know to fly from that tree to that tree? Has he been told to fly from that tree to that tree? How does he, his mother didn't teach him to fly from that tree to that tree to pick up a berry or pick up a stick. The mother brought him up, fed him, and then helped him out the nest. And that was it. How does he know? Because the intelligence is in the water. The codes, the records are in the water. You know what? There's, uh, my I just want to tell you real quick. I, I interviewed a woman from your country. She's a her. She's a brilliant lady. Her name's Vita Austin. She takes image photos of the water and she shows that it's intelligent. The water responds back to her. It makes all different kinds of beautiful patterns and shapes and like it reacts to things. Like the water actually reacts. Like so, I I feel you a hundred percent. Like I, I it's 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 amazing, right? So take what you have just said now, Robert, and you walk past someone on the street. Now they are filled with 70% water. What am I tapping into when I'm seeing their inner child or their essence? I'm tapping into their intelligence. I'm tapping into their water intelligence because the water intelligence is carrying their essence. So uh -huh. I'm tapping into that. And it's pure. It really is pure. And sometimes water can become distilled or a bit uh, stagnant. And you've seen stagnant water. It has a funny smell to it. Let me, you can, you can shift that water. You can change it. You drop a piece of charcoal in it or um, you put it in sunlight or you tip it on a plant and then let it drip out and the water comes out clean. It, you just have to help the water even needs to remember sometimes who it is because it's been held in containers or dams or pipes or plastic water bottles. So we say when you, uh, if you're drinking from a plastic water bottle, when you're tipping the water out, say, 
I remember you. Do you remember me? Be playful with the water. Think great feelings when you're drinking that water. And no matter where that water's been, the water's going to get stimulated from you. Like that lady that you just described who I'm I'm going to have to look up now because she sounds amazing. Vida Austin, V-E-D-A Austin. Like, you know, like, uh, like Austin, the city, Texas, but her first name is Vida, V-E-D-A. A-U-S-T-I. And matter of fact, I'd love to see you guys do a podcast together. And she's from your country. She's a. Yeah. And she's a photographer, right? So yeah, she, she photographs the water and like she did a presentation on my podcast. Like if you go back and like watch my show, you would have to really go. Back. I do a lot of shows. Right. So like you would have to go back. But it's it's I did it maybe like a year ago. So it's not that far back. And like some of the pictures like she took like um it's amazing like she she freeze flashes the water so she does something to it where it like it freeze flashes it and like she's gotten water's reactions to things like it, it's just it's something you have, you definitely have to check it out but uh what, what, I, what was i going to say with that like oh um i wanted to tell you this this is so cool i also had a guy on my show he told me i think you'll resonate with this too i don't know how true this is but i just want to he told me that when i stir my coffee or when you have a glass of water, he said, stir it, like, depending on the where the, the hemisphere of the world you're in. So he said, I'm on the Eastern hemisphere. I'm on the East coast of the United States. So he told me to stir my water clockwise. And he said, do it for like 30 seconds. He said that creates like a vortex and that puts more oxygen back into the water. Have you ever heard anything like this? I know it's bizarre, but I'm, I'm bizarre. So. No, it's not bizarre. It's not bizarre. Uh, so that comes back to the spinning. So we spin. So when I spin, I spin uh, clockwise. But I always ask everyone on the other side of that world, do they, which way would you like to spin? If you were going to spin, which way would you choose to spin? Would you like to choose clockwise or anti-clockwise because you're on the other side of the globe? So I always find that topic interesting. But the the stirring some people uh, feel dizzy when they do spinning with their feet on the ground. So some people do it with a pendulum or a crystal or a ring. Some people do it with a spoon, like you said. Some people do it with a pen, like a little wand. Some people uh, do it with their hair. They spin their hair. So it becomes like a Buddhist practice. Uh, a lot of Buddhists would carry uh, beads or, 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 or jewelry and each bead meant a mantra so they would spin each bead and that that that's a type of spinning as well so it's uh spinning's a big thing i think spinning is just a way to st slow the the tool the mind down and spin something is uh again that part of remembering who we are and it's so simple it, like it's so anyone can do anything spinning i mean even just drawing your hand on the on the piece of paper in front of you and just spinning. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. Um, one thing I have to go over. The last thing I have to go over with you is, is uh, you wrote in here Matrix moments, Keanu, Trinity, Mr. Anderson, and Red Dress. Can you get into that a little bit? So, uh, one thing we have noticed with shooting a lot of celebrities uh, over the years and politicians, like being politicians around a lot of well-known people, is that we're just naturally around them. And where they were shooting Matrix was where we lived, right where we lived. And so um, 
Mr. Smith would be having breakfast with me in the morning. So I'd be going ready to a shoot and he would be ready, you know, very early in the morning, like 3 a.m. So we'd be passing salt and pepper to each other. The lady in red was probably got the position of lady in red because Richard and I photographed her so much. She was one of our favorite models. Uh, Keanu, um, I would pass in the lift all the time because we had the same personal hairdresser and my hairdresser was always annoyed with me because he wanted to introduce Keanu and myself. And I was like, I don't need to meet any more celebrities. (laughs) It's fine. But so we would always, Keanu and I would have these matrix moments in the lift. So he would be running out and I'd be running up. So what's interesting is the matrix was the last film that Richard and I saw at the cinemas and the matrix film. I remember walking out of the matrix film going, wow. And I looked at Richard and he said, wow. And I said, do you understand any of that? And he said, no, I don't understand any of that. (laughs) But yet now the matrix is so apparent in everything. It just comes up all the time. It's like a blueprint for a reality. Correct. And you, it, and there's a lot of issues in the Matrix film that are disturbing as well. But they those those have come up as well. Yeah. So there's a lot of things. So what was interesting is that uh, Richard would meet Trump at a lot of the parties that he would go to in New York. Uh, like just these people, these key people that we have met through our careers. Why did that happen? Why Why was that? And uh, it's just more, as time goes on, more unfolds for us, why all these things have happened for us, like why why they came across our path. So then we reflect back over our life and go, again, there's no randoms. They, it was deliberate. It's just, we always say oh, it's the universe messing with us, <laughs> playing with us. Do you, do you think that we're in some kind of like, I mean, like, I know you have a benevolent, approach more towards life but do you believe that we might be in some kind of construct or matrix like i do i think that we're in some kind of simulated reality i don't know what it is i mean i believe there's a creator you know and i believe there's a god but like what do you think about like the the construct of our reality it's a tricky one and some days i'm more this way and some days i'm more that way and then some days i just go i have no idea and i'm okay i'm okay with all of those answers and it is, it's, it's complicated. It is really complicated. They, like we have people saying, how could, how could you be those people that's incarnated before? Because so many other people have incarnated with them. And I say, look, I can't explain their story. All I can explain is what's happened to us, our experiences. So I don't ex- expect anyone's experiences to copy our experience. I'm just sharing it that maybe something like that might be happening in their life to reassure them, to uh, assist them with their uh, discomfort, maybe if they're feeling discomfort, maybe that discomfort is from a being that's contacting them. And I believe that I we keep saying, like Richard said, why was that accident, that accident last week? And we, we had to do a lot of debriefing in the family. Why did this happen to us? Why, 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 why? And then, you know, our son just said, mum, well, you never know what's going to come around the corner. And that's what happened. This motorbike came around a blind corner and hit us. And then Richard said, it's just part of the show. So 
it becomes part of the story for us to share to others so that others can realize such a traumatic thing has is turning out to be a positive story so we're giving it a uh, positive spin I like we that. could choose we could choose the other way we could choose, we could have chosen to go to hospital we could have chosen all those things but we knew that we could we knew that we were okay enough to heal ourselves at home and that we had the power within us to heal ourselves at home. So we chose that. But, I mean, we could have chosen the other way, which would have created more drama. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, I'm just glad that you guys got out of safe. You seem like amazing people, and I'm just so happy that I got to meet you. Like, this, is, this, is, uh, this has been an amazing interview. Like, and, uh, and, and I want to thank you. And, and, uh, and, and, you know, maybe I'll meet you guys all someday at a conference. Like, um, you know, and, uh, but if, could you tell everybody where to find your YouTube, where to find your website, anything you want to promote and, and thank you so much. Oh, thank you for having us on your show on your birthday, well, out, your, your birthday <laughs> in the future. Cause we're in your future. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, we have a website. It's been up for a year. It's called spin beings. We have a set of Oracle cards. We're just waiting to work out how we're going to get them out published. We do um, one-on-ones with others just to help them possibly with, uh, we don't know what we're actually helping them with. We just come in open and they present to us in a Zoom meeting and we sit with them and find out what they want to talk about. And generally we'll, we'll Zoom in on what they need. Sometimes it's ET encounters, sometimes it's past life, sometimes it's incarnation, sometimes it's healing. And we found that just by hearing their frequency, all the information just unfolds. And uh, it's it's been a it's been an, a very unusual year for us because we we this isn't our profession. <laughs> but uh we're we're helping people, so that that's amazing. I, I, I I'm sorry, go ahead. It's a nice feeling helping others. Yeah, and I was going to say, like, coming from the industry that you come from, it's amazing that you guys are able to see this whole other side of reality. Like, so you're able to kind of exist in both worlds. Like, and I think that's that's so key, right? I mean, so it's very, it's I think that's very cool. Like that you you're able to exist in a professional world where you've worked with movie stars and actors and actresses and stuff like that, but then you see this spiritual et reality like consciousness like spin beings like it's all like you know i love that it's amazing yeah it's, it's then creating a balance between the two and that that's the tricky part <laughs> yeah well um and, and some it, days it's more one way and some days it's more the other but that's what makes us human right so yeah well, uh, thank you so much. And we'll have to do this again. And um, I'll send you a link when I post it. I'll probably post it tomorrow. Uh, and, uh, and, and thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Lovely to meet you, Robert. All right. Have a good night or have a good stay there. <laughs> have a good day. Thank you.